You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Simulcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan. Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. If you're watching on TV on Dish Network, thanks a lot for coming inside Studio 34 with us each and every weekday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time. The best fantasy football program there is on the planet. The best fantasy sports show there is on the planet right here on FNTSY Radio. Wall Street, Matt Medica. I'm Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. The accuracy expert, the all-in kid, Jake C, to be with us shortly. <clears throat> so, Matt, we're at Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Playoffs getting ready to start a little over 24 hours from now. Feeling pretty good about things. The link is live. It's legit. Now, I'm checking, like, some of my, you know, leagues and stuff like that. Some tough matchups on deck this week. Actually, one of the tougher matchups, I think it's going to be a low-scoring week to start the playoffs. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I got a feeling this is not going to be a low-scoring game. Really? Explain. I'm looking at some of these games, and I'm like, this, is, this might be tougher than I think it is. I think both teams are going to score points. I understand the, the Saints secondary, but this is do-or-die game pretty much for, for the Falcons. They're home, the short week. I do always favor the home team. That said, New Orleans is the better team here. They are the better team. But you still have Devonta Freeman. Uh, he's coming off. You know, he, he got his legs back. And he looked pretty damn good. He did run On well. Sunday. Coleman back in that pass catching, which, which I love him in there. I just still can't comprehend why he can't be a running back and catch passes in, in the same, at the same time. And, you know, the, the Falcons do have weapons. And I think they need to, you know, if, if Julio is going to be locked down, you still got Sanu. And I think a guy... They need to get more involved. Is an Austin Hooper type? Okay, Austin Hooper can can exploit matchups and stuff. He's a, he's a good player. I, I can't. I can see maybe that game, but I think overall the schedule in general. I think it could be leave us short this week with a lot of duds. So it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out as far as this week goes. Obviously, get a little bit closer to the game days. We'll start to go game by game throughout the course of the week. Get you ready to set your lineups, do the best we can to make sure that you are playing in week fifteen. Everybody on by. Thanks for rocking with us this week. You know, we're going to have some fun with it. You know, today what we're going to do on the program, we're going to fill out our Pro Bowl ballot. we got a fantasy football frenzy Pro Bowl ballot. You can participate to 844-843-6879. So we're going to go through. We're going to do that. Myself, Matt Medica, you, the all-in kid. Don Burns, get back on us. Don Burns back in the building. We'll holler at him next segment. So we got that to cover and take care of today. Also, shout out, uh, thoughts and prayers continue with Ryan Shazier. Hopefully you want that young man mm-hmm. feeling better. Also want to talk about the situation in Denver with John Elway, talking about how he's embarrassed by this team. John Elway, you look in the mirror, you know, it's your team, Jack. You feel what I'm saying? You're embarrassing to be embarrassed with yourself. So we'll discuss that situation. Also, my man Joe Lisi will join us at the bottom of this hour. We'll talk to Joe Lisi about the college football playoffs. Also talk about some teams, some players on those four teams that will be assets on fantasy, for fantasy owners next year. Also want to ask Lisi about uh, Kamara and, like, 
me not really seeing this kind of production coming and also want to ask Lisi about Corey Davis and why we're not seeing what we thought we was going to see. So some of the things we'll touch on in the program, get the all-in kid up and at him soon. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. When we come back, I got some players I'm going to ask gentlemen about what they think about these guys for 2016. We'll do that when we come back on the Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Playing daily fantasy basketball this year? Consider Daily Roto your go-to resource. Whether you play on DraftKings or FanDuel, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. With a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, there's no better place to get your NBA DFS content. Better yet, you can save 10% using the promo code FNTSY. So go to DailyRoto.com premium and learn more about our awesome products. Fantasy football friends, the FNTSY radio. Welcome in the all-in kid for the first time of the morning. Jake, what's going on, my man? How you doing? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? I'm doing well. Thank you very much, sir. Matt, you're doing good? Feeling strong. Very good. I'm glad to hear that. Shout out to everybody going to work this morning in the car, chilling with a dog, chilling with us on your way in, getting ready for the playoffs. If you're not getting ready for the playoffs, you've got a big week in DFS coming up. Of course, like I said, we'll help you with that as we move throughout the course of the week. Also, want to keep everybody involved and stuff like that playing for the rest of the season. Uh, I'll get into some of that stuff a little bit later on. I don't know where I want to start. Jake, let me start by asking you this thing. The, the link is out and live. I think the biggest thing that I've been hearing all week and then going through some of my own rosters and stuff like that, and I'm quite sure y'all touched on this on on Target yesterday. When you look at the Week 14 schedule, something uh, jumps up right off the top, and that is uh, the Seattle Seahawks are in Jacksonville. So you have the fantasy yeah. player that has the most points in, in fantasy football, Russell Wilson, going up against the team that allows the least, the least points to Russell Wilson's position. Let's start right there. And then, of course, you had the Doug Baldwin issue. Doug Baldwin going up against the Jackson 5. Jimmy Graham going up against the Jackson 5. Here we are in week 14. You're a Russell Wilson owner. He more or less was a big reason why you got there. Hopefully you're the Russell Wilson owner that has the buy this week so you don't got to deal with this situation. But Russell Wilson versus the Saxonville, Cat Scratch Fever, oh. Uh, the Jackson Five and whatever else nicknames you got for them. What's the, oh, that is there a question? No, there? what the hell are we going to do, Jake? <laughs> I, I, I think you definitely go ahead and start just, Russell Wilson, but Doug Baldwin is a problem. You feel what I'm saying? You know, if there was only a way you could figure out who you start these guys against, there's something we kind of can't. What was that? Uh, oh yeah, we made a list. There we you went go. Through. <laughs> we went Russell Wilson at quarterback. Uh, I was a little bit lower than they both were. They only they had Russell Wilson third. Only the only two they would start in front of him were Tom Brady and Carson Wentz. I went a little bit lower, but he was still five for me. Okay. And when it comes to Doug Baldwin, though, we had Doug Baldwin outside the top twenty-four wide receivers as he was a wide receiver three. And part of the question I followed that up with is, I said I understand why, but let's have the discussion for everybody listening: is how can you have Russell Wilson at three? and Doug Baldwin at 27. Like, where, where's the disconnect? And the point was is the fact that he could throw a touchdown to Jimmy Graham. Yep. He could throw a touchdown to some random person. He can run or for Or guess one. what? 
Exactly. He could easily run for 40 yards and a touchdown himself, which, bam, that's 10 points just out of the blue. If he runs 40 yards and gets a touchdown, it's 10 points for his day. He throws 220 yards, which isn't a great game. But 220 and another touchdown, now you're almost up to 20 points already. Well, you go, man, Matika. I don't think there's no way that you can sit Russell Wilson this week, to be honest with you, unless you have one of those other top guys. But if you do, I mean, you can have he Wilson. He counts for 85% of their offense. That's you too much. That? It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. There's, there's no way I'm sitting Russell Wilson. I'm actually kind of rooting against Wilson this week, though. In the, uh, Why would you do that, Matt? Well, because in the NFFC, it's now a three-week running uh, playoff. Yeah. And those teams that have Russell Wilson that are ahead of me, I want them to fall no, it's back. it's all about himself. <laughs> Greed is good. It's all about building the bank account. <laughs> 167.1 yards a game uh, allowed through the air, Jacksonville Jaguars. That's the best in the NFL. They've given up 10 touchdowns through the air. They've picked off 16 passes. They do have 30 plays of 20 yards plus, only 6 plays of 40 yards plus. Six sacks on the season. Quarterback rating is against this Jacksonville Jaguar defense, 65. 65. That's like I told you that Achilles Smith. <laughs> I, I told you, when it comes down to Gibson, Bouye, and Ramsey, they both, all three of them let 45 or under passing rating. If you spike the ball every play, you get a quarterback rating of 39.6. There you go. Wow. Yeah, and like you said, T.Y. Hilton got that play last week. It was about a 40-yarder or something, just over 40-yard yeah. touchdown. So look, that happened. That game was never in doubt. So, but so, but this is a situation. G- Jimmy you, Graham, I'm starting. I, I cannot sit Jimmy Graham. I agree. That's the one area you can actually do mm-hmm. something against the Seahawks defense. It's I, tight end. I agree. Wilson and Graham are are, are, are locks. They go in your lineup. Don't even trip off of those guys. Baldwin's the problem. And one thing I've noticed about y'all the past, like since we've been talking, y'all like to disrespect Doug Baldwin a lot. Should I sit Doug Baldwin? Start this guy over Doug Baldwin. Start that guy over Doug Baldwin. I say the same thing every week. Doug Baldwin always goes into your lineup because you don't want Doug Baldwin on your bench for that 10 for 150. That 10 for 150 is likely not going to happen this week. So I guess they made a list on on talking. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't make a list, but I do have some players that we can discuss as a reference to Doug Baldwin. Don Lemon. No, I'm just playing. We're not. <laughs> it's not that bad for Doug Baldwin. <laughs> At least I don't think so. But let's start, Jake, with a name that you mentioned, T.Y. Hilton. I'm looking at some early rankings, and a lot of people have T.Y. Hilton higher than I thought they would this week. Right now, in a league that I got, it's, a, it's not a head-to-head playoff. It's like shootout style. I have T.Y. Hilton in as my flex over, over Rashad Matthews. Would you play T.Y. Hilton over Doug Baldwin this week, Jake? Did you scroll through? Did you hashtag? The shirt's up there. Did you check the link? I have not checked the link. I have not had a chance to check the link yet this morning. Yeah, Doug Baldwin's at 25. T.Y. Hilton's at 21. T.Y. Hilton over Doug Baldwin this week. T.Y. Hilton over Doug Baldwin, Matt Medica. What do you think about that? T.Y. Hilton goes up against your Buffalo Bills defense. Well, uh, is that standard or are we talking PPR? I'm looking at the link. That's why I'm asking because I see Baldwin's 19 in the PPR, Hilton's 24. Okay, so yeah. yeah. So that's standard, yeah. You know I'm going to go to that. Yeah, I mean, th- th- here's here's a real good one for me. And Jake has them back-to-back. I mean, you can even look at three good ones if you really want to go that far. Uh, J- Jake has Josh Gordon, 18, Baldwin, 19, Sterling Shepard, 20. I have a situation where I have Doug Baldwin in my lineup right now, but I'm very tempted to put Sterling Shepard in there. Hmm, that is interesting. I have no problem with that. Yeah, I don't think I would either. Just the Eli Manning playing this week, Dallas Cowboys. 
um, Scan- slot. Yep, but to say the slot and not only the slot, Skandrick. My guess is Skandrick's going to be out this week. Sean yeah. Lee will be back, but Skandrick will likely be. They can't see. See, that's the one thing right. that helps Hilton is the fact that thank you, Rob Gronkowski, for dropping an elbow on the dude. <laughs> we don't have to worry about White playing this week. And uh, you know, shout out to to, to uh, Trey White. He has not gotten the credit he deserves as far as like rookies and stuff for the yeah. tremendous season. Pro Football Focus has him graded at like a ninety and a half. Good job for him. Is he going to be out this week? He's in probably. I have to assume. Yeah, he's in the I, protocol, I, I, right? If he plays White? this week. Yeah, that's what, yeah. I was, that's what I was joking about. Well, there's, no, there's no way White's playing Oh, yeah, this that's, week. that's right. That's what he said. I'm sorry. You got the bionic elbow to the head. Jesus Christ. Don Burns, you Don, welcome back to Don Burns. Everybody, when you call the telephone today, give a big hearty welcome back to my son, Don Burns. Don Burns, uh, uh, did you see what Robert, your man Rob Gronkowski did to do it when you was uh, when you was on vacation? I, did, I saw highlights. I didn't see the. I didn't watch the actual game, but I saw he he kind of jarred him with his shoulder when he, when he was out of bounds. Right? He was on the that on the damn jarred. floor. He, he was laying. I was, I was being nice with the John. He was he, laying yeah. there defensively. Yeah. <laughs> No, it'd be like me coming in, 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 in into the studio and you sitting there minding your business and I just tumble the chair over. You know what I'm saying? I personally thought uh. Juju's hit was worse, to be honest. <laughs> no. I, I did. No. I did. That, that's my opinion. Don't burn. This man was laying well, down, not looking. This is, yeah, this is I'm talking about the hit. Flip the, flip the chair over. That'd be like you sneaking into the office while he's not looking and taking a chair off the floor and hitting him in the back of the head with it. <laughs> I'm not saying it wasn't dirty, but I just think the hit and then the standing over was much worse than No, I, but you got to look at Gronk's size That's and true. everything. And, and as Jake says, the bionic elbow to, like... Just to add on to it, I wouldn't want Rob. Barry Bonds didn't even have that much stuff on his yeah, elbow. When exactly. he's <laughs> and, and just laying, laying down like the, you know, you can break somebody's back like that. Yeah, that's a foreign object. Gronk elbow is a foreign object. <laughs> it is. Hey, Corey, you know, what? I, I, since he brought it up, I, I want to ask your guys' opinion too. We've already done a lot on this, so we don't have to spend a lot of time. Just your opinion. We we've talked about the Juju Smith-Schuster thing yesterday, and they were surprised because. My response was I had less of a problem. I actually didn't even mind the taunting because of who he was taunting. I don't mind. Like, I like celebrations. I like being able to talk trash. I go back to that old school. Of, like, that's the part where I miss is, like, if you're going to get all upset about somebody talking about your mama during a game, then I'm going to keep doing it because yep. I could get you out of the game. So I don't mind the standing over him. The problem I had was with the hit. So I actually was happy he was taunting him, but I was unhappy about the hit, and they were surprised that I said that. <laughs> I think – go ahead, Matt. I don't, look, being that it was that player who said it, that life, I have no problem taunting. It's part of sports. If you can take somebody out, you take them out that way. Look, if it would have been the shoulder and not the head, that would have been the difference. Right, right. But if anybody, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword, anybody had it coming, it was him. Yeah, you see, one thing that I would say is I don't mind a taunting either. The hit was was rough, but I think I think they knew exactly what they were doing. I think they were looking to get him in position. Man. Yep, I think they were looking to get him in position where they was going to catch his head, not on the swivel, and somebody was going. To, I would not be surprised. I don't want to put this out there, but I would not be surprised if they had a bounty on on Perfect this oh, past week. Anybody thinking that those are gone? That yeah, is crazy. Exactly. I can, I can tell you that much. And here's the thing. I don't think he admitted it. I don't think he intended to do the helmet to helmet, but for the fact that he did, that's why it's the. We already went down that road. Yep. I'm saying if that didn't happen, if he did only catch him with the shoulder and it was no helmet to helmet, and he did that taunt, I think a lot of people would have just been fine with it and said, "Oh yeah, nice hit, love it." What do you think, Matt? You think it was a bounty? You think it possibly could have, like I said, speculation? You think it possibly could have been a bounty on Perfect? If it, if there wasn't a bounty, they told him he was marked. Yeah, you know. <laughs> 
nice little Juju might got nice little Ted Grant coming his way or something. <laughs> I'm not, I don't want to see nobody get hurt, but it's perfect. Come on, son. When we come back, I want to talk about some players and what you can expect from them next season. If you're playing daily fantasy basketball on DraftKings or FanDuel this NBA season, you need to sign up for Daily Roto. Built by a team featuring millionaire maker winners and live final champions, Daily Roto's customizable projections, podcasts, strategy guides, and lineup optimizer will help you compete with the pros in a fraction of the time. Better yet, you can save 10% off using the promo code FNTSY. So go to dailyroto.com backslash premium to learn more about their product. It ain't hard to tell. Fantasy Football Frenzy on FNTSY Radio. All in kid, Matt Medica, Wall Street, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive. Don Burns back on the one and twos. 844-843-6879. Make sure you give him a hearty welcome back when you dial a telephone number. Um, the homie Joe Lisi coming up in a little bit. So we got a couple things to talk to Joe Lisi about um, college-wise. You got the playoff. You can talk about that. Gambling aspect of it. You got... um. You think when uh, Don Burns goes to collect the bag, he walks out with the wife and the firstborn as well? <laughs> oh, God. Some things Don Burns did. Yeah, some things left on, off. Yeah, and I'm glad Don Burns didn't say that on the radio. <laughs> Don Burns back in the building, though. He's down in Miami. Don Burns, did you hit the office? I did. How was it? It was very good. Yeah. Very good. That way. All right, I want to talk about some players for next year. And like I said, we got Joe Lisi coming up, talk some college and some draft stuff in a little bit. <clears throat> Shout out to Joe Lisi, one of my favorite I dudes. I can't wait to talk some lines with him. Yeah, that's also going to be fun, too. Shout out to Joe Lisi, though. Yo, if y'all would have saw the college show, matter of fact, go to FNTSY channel on YouTube, right? Like, for real, though, go right now. And find the college football show from this past Saturday morning, Championship Saturday. You have to see the sport coat that Joe Lisi was rocking this week. You have to see it. It was a great job out of Joe Lisi. Joe Lisi really threw some flair to the sport coat that he was rocking this week. So go do that ASAP. Everybody go check out the sport coat my man Joe Lisi was rocking on the college football show this past Saturday. Speaking of college football, a player who played many of his games in college got a chance to play a few in the NFL. His name is Dalvin Cook, and I'm curious, uh, Jake, what fantasy owners are going to do with Dalvin Cook next season? Should be fully recovered from ACL. Surgeries are done. He's on the sidelines now. Seen him, um, seen him walking around on the sidelines uh, last week. Seen some Instagram videos, him chilling, you know. He looks good to go. He looks not good to go to play, but all signs point to Dalvin Cook being ready to come back next season. Now, Bridgewater could be back at quarterback next year. Thielen's a big deal. That's kind of the only things you know. The coaching staff should be the same and all of that. When you start to do your evaluations for next season, I would say that Dalvin Cook is probably a player that I can see myself drafting as an RB1, say, in early early to mid-second round. And we're gonna to have to see before that happens, though. That's that's probably you tell me in the off season drafts. You know, we're, we're gonna be talking about stuff, 
as soon as February hits, and then March, April, May, and then we're going to have the draft, and we can reevaluate and re-rank our classes True. and all that type of stuff. So I would just say any time up until I see Dalvin Cook on the field, I'm not taking it as my RB1. We've just seen a lot of people with a similar injury come back and never be the same. And I'm not saying Thomas Rawls deserves to be in this conversation, but remember Thomas Rawls was the next coming after he took over from Marshawn Lynch. It was blowing him away in performance, and then Thomas Rawls has never been the same since. So there's certain players that can come back from injuries and be exactly what we've seen, and Dalvin Cook deserves to be top five, six, seven running back just off of what his ability was if he never got hurt. Even if he had a subpar season this year, I still believe in the talent and like maybe he was sharing. All that being said, I just don't. I'm not going to invest a number one, basically a top ten running back pick on Dalvin Cook until I actually see him get on the field first. So you, so when you say see him get on the field, you mean training camp, preseason, know he's good? Or are you talking about maybe you don't go in on him in 2018? Yeah, no, Okay. A couple training camp days. I don't want to see OTAs. No, that does. Uh, we're, I would be surprised if we even see that much from him in OTAs. I want to see some training camp first. And yes, it'd be nice to have that first preseason game. But if he's not in training camp and he's out there and he's cutting, because we'll see. Somebody will sneak videos. Somebody will give us reports, as the teams always do. That we'll see something. We'll see if he's cutting and that that needs not any of a concern for him. What do you think, Matt Matiga? I'm this. I, you know, I was talking about the kid since this time last year. I was like, son was going to be nice. Remember, he fell in the combine and all. He had a bad combine. I was fell. talking about him since he was in eighth grade. I talked. <laughs> I remember when the boy was playing was playing for Liberty City Pee Wee League. He was on Uncle Luke team. He still should have been the Panthers <laughs> pick at seven, but look, I do want to see the Buccaneers could really use the dude too. I'm kind of with Jake. Look, I do want to draft him, but I'm gonna have some hesitation for first. I have no idea what to be hesitant about, man. He's a piece. You saw how much of a piece he was. Yeah, if, if he never got hurt, it would be a different story. But, you know, you're coming off of an injury. I haven't even really thought of who, like, my top 20 players are next year yeah. or something like that. So I have to sit down and look at it. But I would kind of want – I could – if I don't know how far he's going to fall. If I if I had to – if he was an early third rounder or something Hypothetically. Like DeMarco Murray is gone from Tennessee. That's Derrick Henry's job now. Somebody just asked me that yesterday. I'm taking Derrick Henry 10 times out of 10 today. Mm. I think you have Same to. Same question, Jake? Wow, that's crazy. I think you have to go. <laughs> it was. As Somebody of right now, I got to go Derrick Henry because I know he's healthy and the job's all his. He doesn't have to, you know, if he has the backfield to himself it, with, with that team, I'm going Derrick Henry. He should get himself. What double digit touchdowns? Well, now that we now that we going down this path, it, it is kind of interesting now because, well, just how high are we, we well, just how high would we? I'm very value. high on Dalvin Cook's talent. Uh-huh. I just I, I want to see. Hopefully, he has no setbacks yeah. or nothing. You know, like Jake said, people are, sometimes they come back, they're not the same. Sometimes they're fine. Okay, so I'm glad we brought the Derrick Henry thing up because I think that's interesting because. Jake said 10 times out of 10. You was like, I'm taking Derrick Henry. Both of you guys with no hesitation, really. So let me ask you, how high do we take a a, a Derrick Henry who has a gig to himself? Derrick Henry, Kareem Hunt. Situation is the same. Andy Reid is not getting fired. The OC is not getting fired. The quarterback might be different. Other than that, the situation would be the same. What's what's son's name? Spencer Ware will be back? I don't think. I have to see how the season finishes out. If this if this if this is what we're dealing with for the rest of the season, I'm taking Derrick Henry. But if Andy Reid gets his head out of you know where, you can finish yeah. the sentence. 
then it's going to be Kareem Hunt. But I, that I can't go into next year and see that Kareem Hunt's still only getting 12 touches per game. Yeah, if, if, if they feed the beast, then it's probably going to be Hunt. But it, as of right now, it's very close. But I'm just, I still think Hunt's going to finish the season strong. Maybe I'm, a, maybe I'm a moron for thinking this and for keep believing in it. But I'm still going to, like I said, I'm going to die with some of my guys. I'm going to die with Diggs. I'm going to die with Hunt. And that's just the way I am. We're going to take the Alabama back and Derrick Henry or the LSU back, uh, Matt Medica and Leonard Fournette. Now, the quarterback in Jacksonville can be different, but the coaching staff should be the same. That one, if, fully, if this ankle is fully healed, I'm going to go with Big Leonard. Big Leonard. All in kick. Everything, the quarterback could be different. But the pieces that are important, Marone, Coughlin, they'll be there next year. No doubt about it. I don't care. I don't care. It's, it's Leonard Fournette. It's okay. Leonard Fournette. Easy. The only, the only thing that's going to derail Leonard Fournette is the ankle. Okay. Let me and see. the foot. And the uh, continuous stuff. I got to tell you, at, at today, I think the bigger conversation is we can always talk about with like Lee We'll have months to talk about this. I'd probably take Barkley. Well, I, I would take Barkley. I'll take Geist, depending on where he lands. There's rookie running backs that I would take over Derrick Henry at this point as well. Yeah, I mean, I do want to see where, where players land okay. and stuff, too. I think that does well, have... Well, what are we having to come? I mean, it's, it's Wednesday. <laughs> it's Wednesday. No, no, it's fun. I like yeah. talking about it's it. It's week 14. Yeah, exactly. It's week 14. It's nothing on the way with Wally, to be honest with you. I'm so happy. I have zero leagues where I can pick places up. There's one league I can, but we have no more money anyway. You know what? I'll be honest with you. One of the hardest things, I think by like week 11, week 12, I was so sick of going to the damn waiver wire every week trying to figure out. You're running 12 redrafts, and you're like, okay, I got to pick up this guy on this one and this guy on that. And I'm just like, can some of these teams start dropping out so I don't got to spend two and a half hours on my Wednesday looking to going to pick up damn Shaw Kendrick West? Picture 26 weeks with baseball. How, yeah. how tiring that is. Like Sunday. Baseball is crazy Ooh. with it. Matt, you're going to go more uh, best ball in baseball this year, right? I'm going to go more best ball. I, I want to have like, I want to consolidate yep. the four or five uh, big money leagues. Just do that and keep, I would really like to do four, but I, I always say that. What you going to do? You got any, what are you, what are you thinking about? Less, less, um, less is more for you. This year, all in kid. Obviously, you got tout wars. You'll have labors, uh, tout wars, labor. How many? How many other things are you gonna do baseball wise? That's it for industry league. I'm, I, you know, I gotta defend my labor championship. So yeah. I, I can't <laughs> put, turn that down. <laughs> but tout labor is gonna be it. Anything outside of that, I, I just you like you said. I'm going the best ball route as well. I played in one of them last year, and it was the most refreshing thing in baseball. Yeah, just time. just gonna be long. ready for a long ass draft. I'm just letting you know. Ooh. Oh, you talking about the best ball draft? How much? Twenty six rounds. Twenty six. No, 50. 50. That's right. Oh, I mean, yours was fifty. Ours was forty eight for some reason. I don't know why they cut it. I'm the other two players. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in, in one league. I'm in round fifty two. Already. In one league. I'm in round five. Okay, so well, that's good. We got data when we start it talking baseball. Yeah, it is the season. It's nothing like drafting. Drafting is like the coolest thing in the world to do. I really like to draft. I do a draft right now. Um. I was where was we where was we at? I, this thing right here with Derrick Henry is interesting because y'all are high on Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry or Devontae Freeman, second year of offense. The Falcons will have a better understanding of Sarkeesian's scheme. Matt Ryan going to be the quarterback. Dan Quinn's going to be back. My guess is Sarkeesian will likely will get a second year as OC. 
Devontae Freeman or Derrick Henry, Jake? Derrick Henry. Mm. Unless the, the Titans bring in like a Giovanni Bernard type, then I'll be a little bit more concerned. But the fact is Freeman splits touches, and Freeman's usage this year has been a little bit down. And also, he's a he's an injury concern yeah, at this point in his is. career. Multiple that, injuries. I hate to say it, but those concussions are, are very scary for, 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 for Freeman. Dr. Ray did give that uh, foreshadowing, that warning to us. Yeah, I got to go Henry for the backfield. Cause yeah. There we go. I think 100% of 100%. We come back, talk a little college football with Joe Lisi. Also coming up, we go YouTube live in a little bit. Continue the discussion on some players for next season. Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Back, back in the trap house. You already know, fantasy football frenzy waiting on my guy Joe Lisi. Uh, join the program in a minute. Talk some little bit of college pigskin with him. Whatever's going on, whatever you want to know, we'll talk on Lisi. I want to ask him about that jacket, that sport coat he had on too, and find out where he got that joint from. Fantasy executive sitting up here looking. It was a snazzy joint. Like it was like a it was what was. Um, God bless the dead. What's son name? The real pop. Oh, I can't think. Of, I think it, turn your mic on, Matt. I can't. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? T- uh, TBS, Craig Seager. Yeah, Craig Seager. It was like it was like a Craig Seager type joint. So, um, what you know, Joe Lisi? Joe Lisi, how are you? You know, I just Seager. Yeah. And the other people that you see Musburger getting into it last night. Oh you should just boy. Be, stop talking. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> see, Brent Musburger is like a legendary broadcaster. You know, Brent Musburger opening up. You all looking live, doing it for years. I got a beef. With Brent, Brent, I got another beef with Brent Musburger. A lot of people don't know this, right? Brent Musburger came after somebody from my hometown years ago. Brent Musburger used to be a writer. You feel what I'm saying? Like he used to like write syndicated. He would like some of his columns would be syndicated in newspapers and stuff like that. Now everybody has different thoughts and opinions about everything, but me myself personally, when you come from somebody from my hometown, it's going to be a little bit of a beef. <clears throat> he wrote a hit piece. On uh, John Carlos after the um, what Olympics was that, Matt Medica? You remember the Olympics? I have no idea who the hell John Carlos is. The um, oh wait, they're talking about the, yeah, uh, yeah. I believe whatever Olympics 72, that was. Seventy two. I'm going to say seventy two. The Olympics. Yeah, he wrote a hit piece on John Carlos after that Olympics. So I'd like when I found out about that, I was grown. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, oh, I didn't know son was like that. Brent Musburger was like that. So then that's when I stopped going. I was fooling with Brent Musburger. But he's a legendary broadcaster. Give him that. No, uh, no, no doubt about that. You know what I'm saying? 
I think people, you know, people got on that time in the in the Alabama game. I think that was a little much. And because he was looking at Shorty breasts, right? He, he was saying she was a pretty girl. Yeah. Uh, you know, he was a, he's an old That's man. Not- <laughs> <laughs> he was saying, you know, like she was a tasty no, no. treat. What he was, what he was saying was, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> he was an old man fumbling over, you know, drooling over a pretty no, he's young an woman. old dirty bastard. <laughs> I, I just, you know, I love how people, I don't, I, Jake, this is not directed at you, but like people just in general, like on social media and everything, they act like they are so pure and pristine is what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. People, you know, that live in glass houses should not throw stones. So there you go. Uh, speaking of, um, so I'll be waiting for Joe Lisi. We can take care of a little bit of shout outs. Uh, shout out to um, J.J. Watt, um, Sports, Sports Illustrated, Sports Person of the Year. Um, for what he did, obviously, with the situation in, um, in Houston, Texas. Shout out to uh, Jose L. Tuve, another uh, SI Sports Person of the Year. So, shout out to those two for Sports Person of the Year. Um, Carlos Beltran uh, gets the Hope Award. And then, um, so there you go right there. Shout out to Beltran. Got three guys from Houston. And then uh, the Muhammad Ali Legacy Award goes to Colin Kaepernick. So, that all got done last night here in New York City. So now, Joe, they, they, they Burns called Joe Lisi back. He said nobody called him. Well, did, didn't some, Joe Lisi, <coughs> I didn't give you the wrong number, Don Burns. Hold on, son. <laughs> we do this right here on air. We can go right behind the scene. We go right behind the wall. No, I didn't give you the wrong number. I'm not going to say Joe Lisi number on, on air, Don Burns, but the one. That would be good. I know, right? They be calling Joe Lisi. Joe Lisi be like, hello? <laughs> Let me grab my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> how, how you doing? Am I doing okay? <laughs> nah. Um, yeah, Don Burns, that's the right number. He's saying nobody called. I want to talk to Joe Lisi. That's Joe all Lee, I want to do is talk to Joe, damn Joe maybe Lisi. Maybe Joe Lisi had on a snazzy jacket last night and had a little fun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So he's saying nobody called, and, and you saying that he's not answering the phone. And I sent him the number. Why don't he just call the number? He know the number. He work on a damn radio station. Oh, how about this? Before we get to I mean, what two, the questions. I want to talk about one of the things that sure. I, I think we need to talk about, and I was going to mention this with Joe, is like the Supreme Court is hearing this battle on, on gambling. Oh, yeah, it's no doubt. It's going to stuff. And I think we've come to the point where it should be. I, I, don't I agree. See why not? I mean, adults should be able to do what they want to do. Playing the stock market is a gamble for, you know, the majority of us. Even even smart people lose money in the market. It's, you know, but if people want to do it, why is yeah, it only in, in one state? Because the government gets their piece. Yeah, the well, that's what I'm trying to figure out how to get that's, their piece of the gamble. That's like with DFS. Once yeah. they got their 15% from the states. Then know, it's, it's legal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anybody got thoughts? No, 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 no. That that's true, and I think it is about that time. And I would like, like, do it all over because in this way, if I have a bad fantasy season, I can bank back. Well, I can fall that's back the on new that. thing. It'll be gambling. Will be the new, is the new frontier. Yeah, <laughs> we can give all that money to education too. You feel what I'm saying? It, it seems to never happen, or if it does, it just gets wasted. Like when the lotto was supposed to, like you know, do wonders for education. All right, so you can, you can help like, me but, win some money, Matt, so I can have my oral surgery that I need. <laughs> oh, what happened? You okay, Jake? Oh, I got 
dumb. Thing. Oh, he's a nice. I was like, I was like, I was like, like, what did I get into it? Just, yeah, well, I, know. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know how to respond to that. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, Matt was like, well, if you do everybody that everybody was celebrating. Now. I probably have to have my mouth well, shut for a few days. So there if you go. I, uh, if I, if I win the uh, overall prize in the you going to prime time? Take care, of Jake. Oral I'm not bills? saying I'm not oh. taking care of his bills. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll make a donation. We'll start a GoFundMe, and I'll, I'll start the first donation. <laughs> Oh man, y'all love saying the day. I'm, you know, when I, when I do well, we're having the uh, oh yeah, we going uh, lunch. Yeah, probably Del Frisco's. I'm thinking that's, that's going to be a it. good time. Thank you, I appreciate that. When are we going to do that? I, I said we pick a Thursday, maybe right. like uh, a week from either next Thursday or the following Thursday. Like, one of the Fridays we can't do it. It's too, it's too tough. Well, I have to do it after the season, time. so you're not like having a rush. Yeah, it's the holidays. It's the holidays. Oh, I like okay. To, okay. I like to okay. have festive, you know, festive surf and turf. I can't believe. I want to see the uh, fantasy executive tie and stuff. I'll, I'll, I'll pull out the tie. You know what I'm saying? I break out. The, oh, it's that kind of place. Break out the sport. Well, you don't have to wear a tie, but you know, right. we're gonna do we're gonna do hairs and stuff. And, you know. Yeah, no, no, no. We're gonna make Scott dress up too. Yeah, I mean, I'll. I'll are you wearing their owner tie? What do you have? Like two between you, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a tie. No. I got, a lot, I got like four. Is it, is it plaid and like this thick? <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh-uh. it's actually a bow pretty tie. trendy tie. <laughs> it's actually a pretty trendy tie. So there you go. Did you My say father, a bolo tie. <laughs> My father had like the biggest bow tie. I've oh really? Seen on a, was, he was a bow tie guy. No, nah, he really wasn't. This was at like uh, my uh, cousin's wedding, but this bow tie just popped in my head. I just had to shout that out. Don Burns, do we have anybody on the telephone lines? Even if, since we don't have Joe Lisi. This is unbelievable. These people can't get. These people can't use the. the you speaking on the phone? I talked to my daughter last night. <laughs> she, she, will, she will accept an iPhone eight. <laughs> uh oh. So so she was like, "Daddy, are you talking to Santa Claus yet?" I was like, and I caught me off guard. I was like, "What?" <laughs> and I was, oh yeah 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 yeah. What's up? So she was like, "What did he say about the iPhone 10? She was she she was like, "What did he say about the iPhone 10? I was like, "He said." He don't know if you need an iPhone 10 because you 10. And she was like, tell him to get the 7. I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> I was like, yo, just chill out. Chill out. We'll figure it out. I, I, got, a, I got a solution for you, though. You said you needed a new phone. Check out one place that you get one and you get and one free. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about doing, too. So, And, and, then, and then you make Christmas, you know. Hey, little, you little Kennedy be kicking it. Yeah, she'll be in here. She'll be here up here at the end of the month, so. Good times will be had. I hope I'll be broke. Live like you did. When you I know, up. right? I had to. I had to. I had to. Uh, I had my first cell phone to, was a StarTech Motorola. Did you ever? Did you ever do that? Where you texted some or tage somebody with the number, but upside down it was letters. So all it that could spell something. Yeah, yeah, all of that. We did all of that. We did all of that. We had to. We had to. The the, the the see when I was coming up, like only people that in my neighborhood was a lot of dope boys. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So the dope boys had the pages, right? So, like, we would, like, find pages and put them on our hip like we was dope boys. You feel what I'm saying? <laughs> but the cops would see you with the page and they'd pull you over yep. and they'd be going through to, like, to see if they could find out, like, information about what's going on on the street. It was weird back then. You know what I'm saying? Now, you just uh, you just put your face to your iPhone and it pops on just like yep. that. And the page never cost $1,000. Yeah, somebody told me that you, know, you could do it with sunglasses. It has, I may have to reset it up, but it's yeah. not working for me. No, I saw somebody do it with sunglasses the other day, Matt, and I thought okay. about you. So I don't so know. I, don't I, know I, I probably said it What we got, Don? <laughs> what we got? Who we got on the phones, Don Burns? No, now we have Joe Lisi. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> uh, 
right, we got we going we going to start with Joe Lisi. We'll bring him back. Finish the next segment. Joe Lisi, what's going on, my man? How's everything? I've been technical difficulties. I have no idea. I got in about two thirty last night, so we'll see. I'm uh, I'm still on my first cup of coffee. All right, so there you go, Joe Lisi, my man. Hey, Joe. We might get into, we maybe talk more football in the next segment. I got to start off by saying the sport coat that you wore on, on Saturday, Joe, amazing. You did a fat, you bang up job with that sport <laughs> coat on Saturday, Joe Lisi. You really killed it for championship Saturday. If you have not seen Lisi's sport coat, go to FNTSY YouTube. Watch last this past Saturday's college football today. Joe Lisi uh, rocking it for Craig Sager. What's up, Joe? Uh, I'm doing. I have to make a statement. Flamboyant on Championship Weekend. It doesn't get better than that, Corey. Trying to trying to get the public eye notice me. Yeah, no doubt. You did a good job. So I definitely first thing I saw was that sport coat, and I was like, "Well, I'm I'm tuning into this." <laughs> Joe, we only got a minute, Joe, before we come back. When we come back. Uh, got some things I want to talk to Lisi about right quick. Talk about the the, the college playoff situ- uh, situation. I'm still like I still don't think Alabama should have got in this thing. So we want to get Joe's opinion and take on that. Also talk about the lines and spreads for some of these games coming up and talk about some players. We got to do it quickly because we're going to get a, a shorter version of Joe Lisi. But we got the jacket talk out the way, so that's cool. Joe Lisi. Matter of fact, in the break, go check out Joe Lisi's jacket. And then when we come back on the other side, we're talking to Joe Lisi about some players, college football 2017, NFL 2018, fantasy football frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Fantasy Sports Radio Network is your free fantasy source 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You can catch this show and many others live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio. Want to listen on your computer at work? Go to FNTSY.com slash radio or check us out on YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page where you can ask questions, discuss topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your questions on the air. The number is 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 days a year fantasy sports network of its kind without a subscription. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your fantasy source. Let's hop right in and spend a couple moments with Joe Lisi before we close down the hour. Joe, uh, uh, why is Ohio State Alabama don't deserve to be in this thing, Joe? To be honest with you, am I am I wrong in saying that? Well, I could see both sides of the argument, uh, Corey. Uh, Ohio State being a Big Ten champion and, and knocking off undefeated Wisconsin, and then Alabama losing their last regular season game to Auburn. I, I could see both sides of the equation, but I think it does come down to two factors: one, the road loss for Ohio State against a Big Ten opponent, Iowa. I mean, fifty-five to twenty-four. The other factor, I think, that played into the committee's. Uh, you know, process that they won't admit was that Ohio State, from a TV aspect, already played Oklahoma earlier in the year and got blown out by 16 points at home. That would be a rematch. And then you look at last year's 31 to nothing uh, college football playoff loss to Clemson. That would be a rematch as well. 
So I, I think TV ratings did play a factor, and that's why you have Nick Saban and the crew as the fourth team in the country. Uh, I was, funny enough, I was going to ask about a player in the game. Is one of the better games that we're getting before the New Year's Six is USC and Ohio State. But what's your opinion on Ronald Jones, somebody that basically has been climbing up boards this entire season, it seems? Again, I mean, when you look at draft status, Jake, overall, I mean, again, I don't assess the draft status. I mean, I think he's a solid player. Again, where do we assess him in terms of the draft? Tough to see what's coming out in terms of at the end of the year. I mean, at the end of the year, when you make progressions for the players on the next level, you have to see who are they up against, team needs. Again, I think right now he's a solid player. But, again, is he an elite player that's going to be a number one draft pick? In my opinion, no. I think you really have to take a body of work. You have to look at these players projectively. And, again, you have to see. I don't put any weight into the combine. I'll tell you that right now. The combine, to me, is the most useless piece of information. It makes scouts look great. But the combine, to me, isn't where I evaluate players. It is their body of work from either a four-year career or over a course of a a collegiate career. It's what they do between the uh, the white lines, not what they do in Indianapolis in March. Clip that, Corey. We need to clip that. The combine means nothing. I'm so glad he said that. Yep. Look at Dalvin Cook. That should uh, – that in a nutshell. Yep. Hey, Joe, uh, two quick questions here. One, how excited are you with the possibility of uh, gambling being legalized as the Supreme Court is debating this right now? And who's your futures uh, bet here? Is it Oklahoma? Is that the team you take out of the four if you had to place a bet right now? Well, futures, yeah. I mean, we'll start with that. I'm not betting Oklahoma. I, I would say my two clear-cut favorites are one is Clemson over Alabama, I like, and I like Georgia over Oklahoma early on. It is contrast to Styles in that matchup. Baker Mayfield, high-powered offense, and you have a blue-collar running team in Georgia. But I think from a secondary perspective, the fact that Georgia matches up very well on the outside with Oklahoma, uh, to me, that's the matchup. And I think from a physicality perspective, Kirby Smart – We'll come up with a game plan. So out of the four teams, I would take the Georgia Bulldogs to face Clemson in the national championship. From a sports gambling perspective, I've been a big proponent of sports gambling being legalized throughout the country. They started this week on Monday. It's going to take a process. But at the end of the day, let's be honest. I mean, all eyes are on Vegas. ESPN talks about it, not just in the pros, but it is in the college level. Whether the NCAA wants to admit it or not, gambling's a part of the game uh, from many angles. Uh, And I think that the only way to really get the true integrity of the game each and every Saturday is if you legalize it in every state. That way, there is no illegal activity, especially on the lower levels. It's not so much on the Power 5 teams. It's on the teams that really aren't on the Power 5 players like that where uh, you, you have to worry about the integrity of the game being compromised. That's good stuff right there, my man, Joe Lisi. We're trying to get you, we have to get you back next week, Joe, so we can get it uh, done correctly and spend more time with you breaking this stuff down. I was talking to a homegirl the other day, Joe, and we was like, I was like, so what school you went to? She was like, oh, Kennesaw State. She was like, they got a game today. <laughs> I went to my bookie and I found it, Joe. And I put twenty dollars on Kennesaw State. But there you go, right there. <laughs> Fantasy football frenzy, my man Joe Lisi. Good looking out, Joe. All right, guys, have a great day. See you on Saturday. All right, so there you go, right there, Joe Lisi. College football today. Our number two of the Fantasy Football Frenzy. We go YouTube live on the other side.